What's up, everybody, and welcome in the Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. We got a good show today. Week two when football is done. We have so much to talk about. A few other things other than football today, so let's get this show started. What's up? What's up? You are now tuned in to Sports Talk with me, your girl Whitney B. Yes, I love, love, love my trailer. I'm going to shout my brother-in-law out probably for a while because that's one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, so thank you again, bro, for giving me that beat. Um, I'm going to just congratulate. I'm going to congratulate the Lions all day today because I can, because I love them. We did it. We pulled it off. We took the W. I, I mean, we needed to take that W, too, so. Let me not jump ahead because y'all know I love to talk about the Lions all through the show, which I'm going to do that today probably. But I want to start with some stuff I saw circulating on social media yesterday about uh, basketball star Imani Bates, formerly from Michigan. He's from the Ypsilanti area out that way, Washtenaw County. And he was the number one recruit, was supposed to go to Michigan State, pulled out of Michigan State, ended up going to Memphis, spent a year there in Memphis where he was removed for the team for something. It was something happened, but we don't know. It wasn't really like big reports. But anyway, Imani ended up back here in Michigan going to EMU, back in his hometown. And Sunday he was caught with a gun in his car. Police pulled him over. Uh, the report showed that the police pulled him over for running a stop sign at an intersection. And somehow in this traffic stop, the car was searched and the police found a gun. And I believe, like, the serial numbers was scratched off or something. It said altered the um, serial number. So I don't know. He's been charged with two felonies because of that, because of the serial numbers and be- because of the weapon. Reports are saying that he was borrowing somebody's car. So it's a lot. Um, Two things I want to talk about. One, what the hell happened and why was they searching the car? Because I thought if you pulled me over and you was like, hey, we need to search your car. We still need a warrant. How did you get a warrant that fast? It's just some stuff missing in that story. And I'm like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know police see these people and they not they got to know who he is, especially in that area and in that town from that town. So it's like, what would make them want to search the car, this particular car? And, I mean, blowing through a stop sign, what was he doing, 80, 90? It's just more sometimes to these stories that I want um, to to know before we actually get to discuss stuff like this because, for one, innocent until proven guilty, but for two, I mean, no, you can't search my car. I'm so sorry. And I'm not even riding, you know, around with stuff like you know the police you can search my car basically you're not gonna find nothing my car is clean maybe a few crumbs on the you know carpet books in the trunk but period no you cannot search my I don't care what you smell weed in the air or whatever no Mm -mm. let me get the warrant let's do this right so what happened and I'm sure if a search warrant was involved they would have been like search warrant was involved that wasn't missing in all the stories and I'm just like so what are we 
what I mean I don't know I don't know the laws in Washington County you know I, I heard they were strict but I mean you just not gonna search my car for one for two the second thing I wanted to bring up about that it was so many people calling this boy dumb oh he's dumb this kid should have never came back home you know blah 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 Okay, so in my professional college experience, especially going away for college, and then I didn't even go that far away in the beginning. I believe I told y'all before, I actually wanted to go to Tennessee State University, but I ended up cautioning against that because I didn't want to be so far away from home being so young and not knowing any anybody having anything. I just wasn't ready. If I could make that decision again, I definitely would go and if it came down to me having that conversation with my daughter, I would push her. Please go. Go to the moon. She probably need that break, too. Just whew, go to the moon, girl. Um, but so for him to come home, we don't know what happened. I've seen a lot of speculations that he was getting in trouble in Memphis. It just wasn't reported. So maybe he is a troublemaker. Who knows? We really don't because it's not coming out. If you got personal connection ties and all of that, that's cool. But I still don't think people should be reporting on stuff that's not been reported on because people are haters. I'm sure somebody going to tell y'all I'm a murderer. I don't know what people can tell you. But, I mean, if you go with that, you the dummy. Because it's really innocent until proven guilty and people lie. I don't care if it was his mama, his sister, his cousin. People are haters and people lie. So it's weird that adults are calling a kid dumb and trying to, like, dictate his life. Like, some of y'all dumb on a little level. Like, some of y'all took the wrong job. Like, some of y'all make the dumbest mis- decisions still as adults. The same stupid over-and-over decisions, too. That's what makes it crazy. And then turn around and point fingers at a kid. Yes, his career is on the line and all the rest of that. But that's not your decision to make. These aren't your kids or your loved ones or you're not living their life. You don't know what happened. You don't know who car that was, if he knew. I mean, if I took my friend's car, somebody's car, and it, okay, for one, if I could drive your car, you can drive my car. You, It's, it's a strong level of trust there. <laughs> it's a very strong level of trust. I don't even like driving with people. I don't even like people riding with me. No, you don't got your own car. We can't meet there. So it's a very strong level of trust there. And so I'm not, I'm not searching no car. Like, oh, I mean, I'm sure from here on out, he's going to ask, hey, any drugs or guns in the car? But who, you know, who would think that? So I just, I, I want to, it's just always, it, it, when things hit the media with anything, sports news, any kind of news, it's always like this finger pointing, like, oh, this person did this or Well, can we stop that? (laughs) Can we just enjoy, appreciate, you know, news and figure out the facts when they come? We're not detectives. Some of us work regular jobs, customer service, whatever you do. It ain't detecting. So stop doing that, especially on social media. We tired of seeing all up and down my time. I was... So I knew I wanted to address that this morning on my show. Good luck, Amani Bates. Hopefully, you know, this don't ruin his career. But if it does, I mean, you know, people got to live. They got to learn. Hey, you live, you learn. Moving along because we got to keep congratulating the Lions. 
They took that W. Um, it was two Monday night matchups. Both games was intense. I mean, the Bills are the Bills. The, I mean, I don't know what else to say about Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I mean, Stephon Diggs alone is just electrocuting. I don't know. Like, the Bills... They got something on their hands in Buffalo. Like I'm I'm really I'm probably going to ride with Buffalo all the way to the AFC Championship um and to the Super Bowl possibly. It's just week 2, but if I I mean the Bills definitely out of the AFC because to <laughs> to Oh, that's all I got to say about that. And Kansas City is balling. That game against the Chiefs and the Chargers th- Thursday night was amazing. Only thing I didn't like about the game was that it was on Amazon Prime. I mean, y'all, this the thing. Now, I got all of the subscriptions, and that's on me. You know, that's my fault for being a dummy and just falling into the trap. Like, oh, I got to pay for all this stuff because I want to watch TV that I don't even watch. I watch the same shows every day. And then when my new good shows come out, I watch the new episodes but it's the same stuff. So do I need all of that? Yes, because they splitting it up. It's not like having cable no more. But it's why we can't just have football on regular TV no more. Like, what are we doing with Amazon Prime? Like, what? So I didn't like that. I'm going to just be honest. I think the football, um, the NFL, everything, though, it's not just the NFL. Like, it's a greed thing. Like, what are we doing? You know, it's – um, so – Side note, what I did enjoy was watching the Michigan State game in 4K, and it was no commercials. It was like a commercial. When they went on commercial breaks, we just watched the wide view of the um, field, and then every once in a while they'd throw in like a 15-second whatever side-by-side, and I was like, hmm, can we get all the games in 4K? That's neither here nor there. But, um, man, I was – I was like, the Chargers is going to win this game. And then I was like, "Mm mm-mm, they not winning. Kansas City basically proved that they didn't need Tyreek Hill. Um, Yeah, I mean, Tyreek Hill, that doesn't take away that he wasn't explosive on the team or he wasn't a good impact player. But, yeah, I mean, they not missing him. I don't know if he – I mean, Miami is decent – he might be missing Kansas City, but they definitely not missing Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey, I mean, they not. I mean, I think the Rams are missing some people. They won that game too, but we'll get over to that. But furthermore, the AFC is hot. I don't know. The Bills, that Bills game – I mean, okay, so I didn't expect a blowout. What was it, like 50-something to seven? Um, I mean, I don't really know what I expected from Tennessee. What I do know is I didn't expect that. Flipping through because what what I really wasn't interested in yesterday was trying to work and watch football (laughs) both games. So it was a challenge flipping through to the Eagles versus the um, Vikings. I mean, oh, my God. Okay, so this is how I'm looking at it as a Lions fan. Um, So last week, we well, two weeks ago, week one, we played the Eagles. 
Week three, we played the Vikings. That Eagles game was winnable. We made some crazy mistakes. We should have did what we did, but it's okay. We bounced back. It makes me, as a Lions fan, look at that Eagles game and be like, whew, we going in and, uh, to Minnesota, and we going to win. You know why we going to win? Because we won the last one. <laughs> oh, we going to – no. Darius Slay did Darius Slay. And it upsets me every time I watch an Eagles game and Darius Slay just go off because we did not have to get rid of him. But stupid-ass Matt Patricia just came through the Lions and, and fucked it all up. Now, okay, good, we we getting some impact players back. But, I mean, we need Darius Slay because Jeff Okuda, he got some work to do. And um, Owari, Armani Owarie, I think that's how you pronounce it. I mean, they decent, but they they not they not giving us Darius Lay. <laughs> the man had two, almost three interceptions yesterday. Um, I believe like three block passes. I mean, Jamar Jefferson was only kind of targeted like I think five or six times. <laughs> and out of those five or six times, again, it was two interceptions, almost three. Um, I think he caught the ball once. Our corners need to really show up. It was it was peaks where it looked like Minnesota was gonna do something, but yeah, I don't know why <laughs> the it was not low. It wasn't that high scoring either. It just was a blowout, like seven to, I believe, 20-something or 30-something. And I was like, Eesh. the Eagles, they doing their thing. I, I mean, you know, it's a few teams that I did not think was going to be that explosive. Um, I still don't think Chicago was that explosive, but I will say I put my foot in my mouth because they not that bad. But they not that good either. <laughs> the Eagles is one of the teams I was like, hmm, they may have a good season, but no, they don't have a great season. They will. Um, I actually saw a post on ESPN that was like, it would be phenomenal to see a Bills Eagles Super Bowl the way them fans is acting and and then the way the teams is both going off. I mean, two week two, two and out, two and out. So hey, let's um I mean, I'm no Eagles fan, though. It would be great for Darius Slay, and that's all I got to say about that. Moving along to um, Matthew Stafford, because I did want to touch on Matthew Stafford a little bit. It was looking like he was really about to blow the Eagles, I mean, the Falcons out. But the Falcons rallied back. It was like, um, what was the score, 31-27. I wasn't even watching the game, and I asked my husband, and he was like, it was a blowout. But then I was like, "Mm, no blowout here because it was three points or four points or something like that. And I I don't know. I think, I mean, they really do need Odell Beckham back. What was Cup? 11 receptions, 108 yards. He had two touchdowns. He need help. He, I don't know. The Rams is... Congratulations, but this is not the same team we saw last year. I mean, and of course they I mean they missing players that they had last year, impact players at that, but 
Sean McVay have a, some time to pull it together or figure it out. I'm just more concerned with, I mean, yeah, I think they'll make the playoffs. The NFC is kind of whack, but, I mean, I don't know. And I don't even want to sound like I'm hating on Matthew Stafford because I don't think he's the same Matthew Stafford. I think it's just been proven that he do need help. It shows when you put the right talent around him, he, he got it, but I don't know. If this what the Rams is looking like these first two weeks, they skating on thin ice. The Buccaneers, too. I'm not even going to hate. I love Tom Brady. I do. I mean, yeah, they beat the Saints, but okay. I mean, it's the Saints. What what, what do they got to offer this year? I mean, it's just still a lot there. I, I and the defense, the defense for the Buccaneers is really going to hold the team this year. I mean, Tom, Tom should have went on ahead and retired. He really should. And I bet you every day he'd be thinking like, damn, I should have really went to stay and took them kids to practice or something. Like, I don't know what he needed to do as a family man, but he probably thinking, shit, that's what I needed to do. Because you, it's just not the same. It's not even looking the same. I'm... It's just, it's weird. But it's these young quarterbacks like this this young regime coming in, doing different. Like, you know, today in, as a quarterback, if, if you can't run, it's almost not beneficial anymore. Just throwing the ball is not going to work because this, the, this new pass rush and all of that, like, you got to be able to get out the pocket, break the tackles, and get out of there. Like, that's that's the advantage, I think, that Jalen Hurts has. Um, What's the call? Josh Allen is down there the better <laughs> running back on the team. You know, we, we it is what it is. Uh, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati, you don't this, – the football was crazy. What was crazy – um, before I jump off the Rams, though, Matthew Stafford did throw two interceptions. Jared Goff did not throw one, so let's congratulate Jared Goff right quick. I was that was petty, but um, oh my God, Arizona and Las Vegas that game going into overtime and Arizona winning like that, whew, and Vegas at that. Them Raiders fans for one is crazy. I mean, crazy, but. Oh, my God. Like, I was almost standing on top of the table, you know, at that game. Because, for one, the Cardinals, for, for one, they need it. But, two, whew, I still think Cliff Kingsbury is getting fired at some point in season. Um, And it would suck if it happens on Hard Knocks because y'all know they're going to be on in season Um, for Hard Knocks. I believe it starts in November the 6th. Don't quote me about that exact date. But, I think he, it would suck if he got fired on Hard Knocks. Um, did y'all see the uh, Arizona uh, State University coach getting walked off the – now, I ain't never seen a coach get walked off in the middle of the game. Ghetto. But I think that's going to happen to Cliff or something close uh, in the middle of the season at that. But Kyler Murray, he needed that. I think that was like that confidence boost because, remember, last season they started off hot and then went downhill and – what was it with, like, 10 to zip? They was, like, the only undefeated team for a minute, and boom. Mm -mm. We'll see. That game was explosive this week. I wanted to go ahead and touch on that. And 
what other games did I want to talk about? Oh, before I get to the Lions, though, let's talk about college real fast because, you know, I always got to talk about Michigan and Michigan State. I want to start – I think I want to start with the L Michigan State took to – I was about to say Seattle, Washington. What's the school called? Washington State University. I mean, Michigan State was being themselves. First off, where the hell was the secondary? It it's like this quarterback and the, the the throws, the throws were so ugly, but they were so accurate. <laughs> for for um, let me stop calling this team Seattle, Washington State, the Huskies, um. I don't even think it was the Huskies. I think I'm just giving them something. I don't want to keep calling them Seattle, but oh my God. And not only was they throwing across the damn field on Michigan State, but they was also running. I don't even know what the hell Mel Tucker did to game plan for this school. I don't know if they at the point where they just like, oh, we on top, we good, we ain't got to do this. But Michigan State went into the game ranked number 11. They are unranked. I mean, that's got to suck for Michigan fans. I mean, Michigan State fans. I'm going to just be honest. As a Michigan fan, I'm uh, uh, try to be unbiased still, you know, another year unbiased behavior with the rivalry. I'm going to always be bleed blue, go blue. But I try my hardest to not bring that across um, in the show here. And so me as a Michigan fan – once it's time to play Michigan State, y'all, y'all already know who I'm rooting for, of course. But it makes me look like, damn, we're going to actually – we can win this year because what the hell? Even Ohio State, like if I was an Ohio State fan, I would be looking because that's really the main competition when you look at the Big Ten. Even though the Big Ten – I mean, Penn State is doing good. Maryland might sneak in. We play Maryland next week. Michigan, um, that's how I'm coming too. We'll get to that. But – um. Yeah, no, Michigan State. What are we doing here? Mel Tucker got that the, um, little advance, and, and shit, I want to take some of the money back for the team. Hell, you don't need all of that. If that's what we was going to go into Washington and do, yeah, I don't know. That, was, that had to be a very, very long trip back home, just the conversations that had to be had. Like, I mean, where did we drop the ball? Like, I mean, I don't know, and it's like sometimes you see where key impactful players are missed um, in the games, like where Kenneth, uh, Kenneth Thorn- uh, Walker was missed. And Naylor, you know, Peyton Thorne is okay. I don't – I'm not about to say he elite. He, he is okay. Is he going to make it to the NFL? Probably not. I don't think nobody's going to draft him to be a backup, to be honest. And he played Saturday like that. It was ass. And then that was the game I watched in 4K, a beautiful game. I saw everything, saw the boys sweating and everything, and it was just horrible, horrible. But let's congratulate Michigan for doing what they do. I told y'all J.J. McCarthy was something special. What I didn't like really was the fact that J.J., you know, well, okay, we knew Kate was going to go in. I didn't think they was going to put Kate in in the first half, but okay, they did. But then he got hurt. Um, 
I don't even think he really got hurt. I think they faked that. But it, furthermore, um, it's a night and day difference between the two. And I know you guys can see that. Like, K, and it was, they kept, like, it was like the commentators for the game kept making the point that K did nothing wrong. You know, how do you lose your position when you do nothing wrong? I don't think it's about a win or loss in the position. It's about the best man up. You know, that was like something Dan Campbell was talking about as well on Hard Knocks or how, you know, they just viewed the Lions. So many times you look at it like, oh, this is the impact player. This is the key player. But then other times you have people sitting there who is just as good or better, but because of this seniority, because of this veteran status, these are the people that get, you know, the opportunities. Take Kenneth Walker. Um, Wake Forest. They didn't know what they had on their hands until he entered in the transport, uh, transfer portal, ended up in Michigan State, and he a baller. And, you know, that's what Mel Tucker did. He didn't grab, grab some more transfers, but you, let's work on the Mel. Anywho, when it comes to, you know, the K. McNamara and the J.J. McCarthy thing, it's 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 um, it, it's a little, I mean, I, I mean, if I was Kate, I would feel like damn too. But then you have to know, like, J.J. is a special talent and he's going to offer the team more than I can. Now, do I think that if Kate knew he had the opportunity to lose his spot, would he have gone ahead and went somewhere else? Maybe, maybe to have that opportunity to play long term but he's again not going to the NFL okay no one wants you as a backup I don't even think Joff need him as a backup to be honest like mm -mm. and I mean he don't suck he's just he I mean he 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 he's good for what for college for Michigan he he works when it comes to a, a quarterback that could be NFL-level quarterback, that is J.J. McCarthy. I mean, y'all, I just said that the NFL really is looking at these younger running quarterbacks, like running back slash quarterback. I don't even think it's quarterback slash running back. And you got to be able to throw the ball. Good quarterback, Lamar Jackson. It's taking him, like, every season he improves and is good. I mean, when I say he improves, he improves on his throws. Because that boy couldn't, shit, throw a damn tissue away at first. But he good. You know, he's a runner down the field. You know, in the beginning, we probably had the same accuracy, to be honest. Um, but he's better now. Now he can beat me. So, it's, the game, though, was explosive. Um Michigan State, they game was like 28 to 39. They did rally back. It just wasn't good enough. You can't come back at the end. It was like watching the Lions try to rally back in the fourth quarter, except for they lost. Um, UConn versus Michigan was a blowout, 59 a zip. I mean, but we should have expected that. Well, they should have expected. I mean, I expected it. I, I, I don't expect a blowout next week against Maryland. This is Michigan's very first Big Ten um, matchup this year. And Maryland is not bad. I just think that they're going to win against Maryland anyway. Um, but I think that's going to be an interesting game, especially for it to be homecoming. So I think that is good for the fans and also good for the team because it gives them 
a great homecoming game as well as a good Big Ten matchup. I do see Michigan going back all the way to the Big Ten championship um, and, and potentially winning. Um, but Ohio State, they they are balling. I'm not even going to, you know, lie. But, you know, I do think we can beat Ohio State again and beat Michigan State. So this this will be a good year if we can do both. Um, definitely, I definitely think after watching that Michigan State game, though, like, mm-mm. Um, but yeah, it's still gonna be tough against Ohio State. But with JJ, you never know. It's just how do you game plan for him? You know what I'm saying? When you have to double and account for um the quarterback being a running back as well as having running backs out there, tight ends. It's like how who do you account for? Who do you actually or how do you account for all of the weapons that can be used in this situation? And that's what a lot of teams are gonna have to start game planning for when it comes to Michigan as opposed to with Kay McNamara. I mean, stop the run, throw the stop the pass, you know. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited for this year. I'm I'm definitely happy to see where football is going and just definitely um, how Michigan State really going to turn around because, I mean, old me will be happy. New me is like, hey, we got to do better. We got, we got to do better. So let me get to the Lions, y'all, before I leave. <laughs> I just want to congratulate them again. I'm so happy, and I don't even know why I'm acting like that. This is the fan coming out of me. Because this is just week two. We got 15 more weeks, but we're going to win some more games. We're going to win next week against uh, Minnesota at Minnesota. Mark my words. But if we don't win, y'all don't do not come for me. Thank you. Anyway, I'm in Ross St. Brown is explosive. And time after time after time after time, what he proves is that he you can't block him. He can't be stopped. Wow, like, how the hell did we get him out the dirt? Like, why wasn't he first or second round? And it's I'm sure it's teams constantly punching the air because how did you pass up on such a jewel? Like, his brother, I believe his name is Indonemus, Equinemus or something like that, St. Brown. He plays for Chicago now. He used to play for Green Bay. He was going off too. They need to get him over there to the Lions. But anywho. I'm in Ross St. Brown had nine receptions, 16 yards, two touchdowns, killing it. Hawkinson, they probably going to be looking for another tight end because you can't be dropping them balls. Like, now you – the thing with Hawk is, I mean, he still poses a threat to the other team, but, I mean, people are not – you're not going to pose a threat if you get the ball and, and you freaking dropping it. So, ugh. Swift had five touches. He had a phenomenal 50-yard um, run. I believe it was like 56 or something like that yards. And, oh, my God, like, he was injured. This is what I don't like about the whole DeAndre Swift situation. I'm sick of the injuries. Like, we need a healthy DeAndre Swift. And how do we do that or how do we keep him healthy? I don't know, but we got to keep this man healthy. The good part about it is he's not the only running back on the team that can make it happen. Reynolds had an explosive day um, as well coming out and just being that that extra force for um, Detroit when it seemed like the Lions was kind of losing it 
a little bit and maybe, the, you know, Washington could come back a little bit. But, you know, Reynolds came out, he did his thing. And, of course, Jamal Williams going to always get it up the middle. So it's good that he's not um, the only person that we have to depend on. But, Swift, we we need you every game. I don't – shit, it's, it's stressful. Um, Joff – my husband asked me, did he earn his name back? No, um, not yet. Not yet. He got another couple wins, but he's he's getting there closely. Um, Joff was 256 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Congratulations. That is the kind of football we want to see. Shout out to the offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson, I mean, just all of them, you know, the uh, assistant head coach and Deuce Staley. It, it's a long time coming. What I really like to see, too, is it was other people outside of Detroit in the major sports media giving the Lions their flowers for this week, which a lot of um, comments that I was seeing was this looks like an NFL football team. This looks like an NFL contending football team. And this is what we want to look like. It's It's been a long time. Like, when was the last time the Lions shut a team out before halftime, you know, like that? Now, mind you, I did say I don't want them to go back into the locker room and eat cheeses and stuff like, you know, that Green Bay game we had last season where we were up and then Green Bay came out and whooped our ass. We didn't score another point. That's not what we need. What we do need, though, is more, um, you know, games and plays like that. If we can make any improvement, it would be to make sure we are making those adjustments for the teams when they come out of the halftime and make those adjustments because Washington was coming back. And I'm like, oh, my God, if Washington come back, what the fuck? And then it was a few three and outs um, on the Lions end, but boom, we put Reynolds in. And it was whatever conversation Dan Campbell had with them on the sideline or their respective coaches. And and it's score for score. You know, now we back in it. We're rallying. We're doing what we had to do. One good thing that I loved hearing in the game is when the Lions was coming back out after halftime and they were giving the um like the updates from the sideline reporters. One day, you guys, I really want to do that. That's my dream job to report on the sideline for the NFL. It's neither here nor there. But the reporter said that Dan Campbell said that we need to play this second half as if the score is zero to zero. A lot of times what I've noticed, too, is teams will get lackadaisical, like, oh, our defense is stopping them and blah, 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 not accounting for the adjustments that the team will make. And then you get blew out. You know what I'm saying? And what I enjoyed watching was that the Lions fought the whole time, even through injuries. I mean, our guy Aiden Hutchinson had three sacks in the first half, and he was still killing it, and you can tell he was hurt. Like, you can look at him and tell he was cramped up or something. Okuda had cramps. I mean, the defense still have some work to do, but nobody gave up. The rookie Rodrigo almost had an interception. It was dropped. So it's things like that where we see the improvement and as fans and even as somebody who talks about it to you guys, it it's a positive. It's 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 on the upward it's continuing on an upward trend, even from last season when you saw the Lions come 
in the second half of the season and at the very end make those necessary changes and improve with the play calls and everything like that. Like, that's important, super important. So it, it it's just, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson is explosive. Like, this is why he was number two overall and should have went number one, to be honest. But I told y'all, I told y'all Aiden Hutchinson to the Lions. When I did the show, um, Roar of the Lions in UK, why can't I say that? I'm, I always want to say war instead of roar. See, even now. But when I did the show with them and we was talking about it and they were saying, you know, Owen Thibodeau was like the top pick. And I was like, no, you know, we need Hutchison. Like Hutchison, it would be great if we can get Hutchison. It was like a figment of my imagination even then because it was like, it's no way. He wasn't even talked about as a top draft pick yet at that time too. So it's just weird that full circle we got him and he he's a beast. He's a beast. His mentality, it it's like these players, all of them, I don't even want to say they bought into the Dan Campbell mentality. It was a mentality that was already there with a a great uh, minded leader, you know, a like minded leader, where he's able to push them, you know, to to th- be their best. Like nobody wanted to play for Matt Patricia. Shit, didn't nobody even want to be on the sidelines with him. I could have sworn a few times I saw some Lions player go to the other side. Like, come on. You know, so it's just stuff like that, y'all, that I appreciate as a fan, especially as a person watching the team. And I know the players appreciate, you know, that mentality in their coach because it's it's a win-win. They are gritty. I mean, shit, they was buying hella kneecaps on Sunday. I'm like, whew. Save, save them some knees for week three, Dan. <laughs> but no. Nah. So, y'all, again, next week the Lions do play Minnesota at Minnesota. I think the Lions is going to win that game. Um, Thursday night football is going to be Pittsburgh and Cleveland. I think they might as well go ahead and bench Mitch Trubisky because he suck. Go ahead and put the rookie in. I know it's always good you want to sit that rookie and, um, you know, let him figure it out. It, the NFL and college is different, but they going to have to – they going to they gonna bench him. Just like I told y'all, Trey Lance, you see Jimmy G won that game on Sunday against the Seahawks, and I told y'all too, don't get y'all Geno Smith and they beat Denver. Not, no, Denver beat themselves in that Thursday night game. Uh, I mean, Monday night game last week, and then turned around, and what, they had seven points? Uh, damn, San Francisco blew them out. So, just like I said, Jimmy G was going to be back starting in San Fran. Um, yeah, they going to go ahead and bench Mitch Trubisky, and it's going to be Kenny Pickett, because ain't no way. <laughs> ain't no way. Um... I am excited before I close because I got to get out of here. I want to just bring up my book again. Um, this project, it, it really, it, it it's still even scary to just talk about it and it's out. Like people have read it and I do get good feedback, but this is really my life. Like truthfully, a small part of my life story and a big part of the reason why I am who I am today. 
you know, my mother, my grandmother, and all of that. So I want to share that with you guys. So if you have not gotten your copy yet, please pick your copy up by going to mywhitneyb.com forward slash life support. You can buy a physical copy that I do sign and send out myself as well um, as the ebook is on there as well if you're an ebook reader and prefer to have it on your phone. I do want to say thank you up in advance for your support and supporting me along on this adventure with watching my show, listening, however you listen to it or get your sports talk with Whitney B feed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for everybody who has purchased the book, who is supporting me with that. I appreciate all y'all and I'm out. What's up? What's up? You are now tuned in to Sports Talk with me, your girl Whitney B.